Welcome to the Because Bikers Matter podcast. I'm your host, David Schumann. Today we're at the town center of Carroll Stream, a future event location, but we'll tell you more about that in a little while. I have special guests today, Thunder and Lightning, Kathy and Rob Zander. Welcome, guys. Hey. Thanks for having us. So I've known them since 2019. Uh, they actually attended uh, the drawing uh, giveaway of a 2019 Harley FX DR114 to Mr. Mike Crock of Arlington Heights, Illinois. And uh, a friend of all of ours, better for you guys, I didn't know him that long, but it was Boomer Wayne, who unfortunately passed away a year ago. So that was our beginning of our relationship. Boomer had asked us to get involved in their charity, and we did. And as we got to know each other and become friends and spent more and more time working on uh, what they do. So first thing would be, tell us about My Child's Life Matters. So back in July 26th of 2016, my son decided that he was going to snort what he thought was cocaine and his best friend had spiked it with fentanyl and it killed my son. So Rob and I have been uh, boots on the ground screaming about the dangers of fentanyl, about the chemical of mass destruction, and right now it's taking 275 plus lives a day, averages to about 8 minutes a day, someone is dying from fentanyl, and we just don't believe it's getting the coverage that it should. Unfortunately now you're hearing more about it, but there's just more deaths, um, so it's kind of like you weigh out the odds. If we just would have been heard back in 2016, maybe some of these deaths could have been prevented. And where's this fentanyl coming from? Fentanyl is coming from China, which is going to Mexico and coming through the border. The open border? The open border. Probably both the open and the secured border. So fentanyl is coming in. Last week they had a, a, a seize in Ohio and they were over-the-counter Tylenols that were pressed with cocaine and fentanyl. So that, to me, was really scary, knowing that it's getting to that point. What was it, a month and a half ago, they, they caught a coyote with a backpack, and they said it was enough to wipe out an entire state in the U.S. in we, a backpack. We spoke with somebody from Department of Homeland Security who assured us that they've caught enough fentanyl more than one time to kill everybody in the United States. It's a, it's a brutal poison. Yes. So, to honor John and to help spread awareness about fentanyl and opiates, what do you do? We do Ride for John, Remember Us All, where we have a motorcycle ride annually. This is our sixth year, and we give all the riders a picture of, of someone's child to ride for. Um, last year we rode for about 5,000 kids. This year it's probably going to be more like closer to 7,000. Um, afterwards we have a um, John Fest and a bunch of the moms and the dads come out and we get to celebrate our children's lives together. And where's that ride starting from and what's the date? July 30th, Woodstock Harley-Davidson will start We'll start registering at 9 o'clock. Uh, kickstands will be up at 11. We're going to take a great route through the country to Sycamore, where we'll stop and have lunch. And then another 
great ride back to this spot right here, the Town Center and Carroll Street, which we should be kicking off the after event sometime between 1 and 2 o'clock. And what are we going to do at that after event? What are we going to do? We have The Last Generation coming to perform and Whiskey Thunder. And everyone will be filling out, what are they called? An entry Entry forms <laughs> to win um, up to $20,000 for the purchase of a new Harley. Yep. But before we get into the festivities, <laughs> the first thing that we'll do when we get back here to the town center is every picture that's been presented to My Child's Life Matters, it'll, it, if it's 7,000, it'll be 7,000 printed off four by eight photos, will be taken from the back of the motorcycles to somewhere here as yet undesignated where a memorial will be built positioned so that we can put the pictures on there so every single child that's been ridden for will be represented for the entire day i i've got to tell you i walked the memorial last year and it rips at your heartstrings to see the faces of young children that look like your own kids your neighbors your cousins your nieces your nephews they don't look like drug addicts. They don't look like troublemakers. They look like normal children. And it's they're all gone. The ride, the ride is, is, is definitely to break the stigma. You know, prior to John, if someone was to sit down and talk to me about fentanyl, I probably wouldn't have even given it two seconds of my time. Um, I had the mentality of not my kid, and now the tables have flipped 100%, and it is my kid. Yep. So. And last year we wrote for an 18-month-old child that got her hands into something that she shouldn't have on the table that passed away that was also represented in the ride. So you would think that it ranges somewhere between 15 and 30s, but it goes anywhere from newborn, infant, up is the age group that we'll be riding for. Uh, a, a good friend of uh, mine was telling me about his sister-in-law uh, was given fentanyl for her. She had cancer and uh, it was terminal and they were giving her fentanyl for the pain, but and it was a patch. But the deal was they had to wear gloves and they couldn't touch their face or their eyes um, because it could have killed them. Just in handling this patch that they had to give to her to help her survive. So it's it's intensely strong. You know, as, and as as you've taught me, you know, a couple grains of salt is enough to kill a human being. That's how are you supposed to know that it's there? I mean, it's well, terrible. That's the thing that we run into is that um, it's not really about the, the drug addiction world. It's more the young people that are partying and doing the kinds of things that most people do in high school and junior right. high school. It's the peer pressure, too. And because the substance is so deadly, people are dying before they get a chance to learn from their mistakes, make some better choices. They don't even get the options that almost all of us had when we were growing up. There's kids that are buying what they think are Percocets off of Snapchat, and they are 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, and the Percocets are pressed with fentanyl, and they're dying. So the DEA has launched this One Pill Kills, and they're really hitting it hard, and it's, it doesn't seem to stop. But as you would say, it's about time they were doing something to get the word out, just sweeping it under the rug. For sure. Yeah. So I believe it's... Um, it's an act of war against this generation, this generation, the one to come and the one after. Um, 
of chemical warfare that's just meant to destroy as many people as it possibly can. I don't think that it is any longer about pain relief. It is straight up about destroying people's lives and killing them. So the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about was um, you've shared with me that you have uh, <coughs> excuse me, plans to build a memorial to honor all these lives that have been lost to fentanyl. We do. We do. We feel that a memorial is more um, honoring, remembering, and just acknowledging that, you know, our kids did exist. You know, they made a choice and they suffered the consequences, which is death. They didn't want to die. They just wanted to get high. And no second chance. And no second chance. We think that like anything else that um, people have to be vocal and outward in order to remember to change the statistic from a number to an individual so people can start realizing that it is actual people. And you know, what better way to do that than to build a memorial that's permanent that families can, can all be a part of. It wouldn't be about just individuals. It would be anybody who was involved that can relate. And we've also had the discussion of the educational component to bring this to the schools so that younger kids can see and learn about this because they're not hearing about it. They're not enough. Not enough. I think that bringing the um, faces of their peers to for them to see would be a huge thing. You know, I don't know about anybody else, but the the say no to drugs campaign didn't really move me the you know but faces of your peers could be very impactful on a young person they will say it was two years ago sheriff mendra came to the ride and that was the first year we started doing the pictures and we rode for about 500 kids that year and by that wednesday he had already called me that following monday he was down at the state's attorney's office and that wednesday he called me and said that dupage county We'll have a whole task force set up that if anyone dies from fentanyl, they'll catch the person that was pushing it and get them off the streets. But it took, unfortunately, for him to see all those faces and to realize that they're human beings. Yep. But that's just a tribute to the, to the efforts you guys have made to make light of this terrible poisoning. Because there's a stigma to it. So the minute I say anything about the way John died, you get cut off. And you hear, oh, it's such an epidemic. It's not an epidemic, you know. He just, he made a choice to snort what he thought was cocaine. It's an epidemic of kids doing what kids have been doing since the beginning of Right, the experiment. And, you know, the substance is the epidemic, and that's what needs to be dealt with. Definitely. Right. I mean, kids try beer, and they try wine, and they try alcohols, and some smoke weed, and try cigarettes, and... Some try cocaine or other things, and and there's a lot of peer pressure that goes on with that as well. You know, yeah. they want to be cool or accepted among the other kids in their in their peer group, and that's sometimes how it happens. Yeah, any one of those things you name could be something that has fentanyl in it, and that could kill an individual at any given moment. Which is even scarier. Pot has been laced with fentanyl. Everything has been laced with fentanyl. It's crazy. Well, I thank you guys for doing this. I know it's difficult to talk about and do, but you certainly made it your life mission to remember John and, uh, and honor everyone else who has, you know, unfortunately had the same experience. And what you do for the families that have suffered through this is, is amazing. And, uh, you know, 
it'd be commendable and part of why we got involved to support you in this cause because we think it matters. And uh, well, all glory to God, and we do it because we believe we've been called to this mission for this time. You know, it's not about us; it's about the families that are still going through what they're going through, and. Um, what we can do in the name of God and what we think he would do in this moment which is not sit around on his hands doing nothing so I want to thank our sponsor Motorcycle Safety Lawyers 35 plus years of experience successfully settling motorcycle accident cases if you need help with the motorcycle accident call 888-900-5000 if you want to learn more about your insurance policy and how you might want to change it to better protect yourself your family your business you can email me, David, at MotorcycleSafetyLawyers.com. Again, you can call 888-500-9000. Um, we got a new guy on, too. You could even email Larry at MotorcycleSafetyLawyers.com. But uh, we want to thank them. Um, I want to thank everybody for watching today. This is the Because Biker Matters podcast. Signing out. We'll see you next time.